everybody. Welcome to the best idea of all time. Hello. The, it's the podcast where we watch Carol every week. Yes, you're, you're Laser. I'm Laser, and you're Alice. I am Alice. And we're so happy to be here. How was your watch this week? My watch this week was excellent. I'm so glad. I love this movie. It's so good. This was our third watch. Our first watch where we weren't living together. That's true. So we've actually not spoken about like our weeks. I mean, it's been like, Three days since yeah, I was gonna say it's been it's been two days since you moved out, but (laughs) sure. Listen, I think that's exciting. I think okay, I just learned something so exciting that I have it. Okay, please, Phil and Danny in the show in the movie. Yes, Phil and Danny are these two brothers. Yes, and Phil's always like my brother, the film jerk, my kid brother, the philosopher. Can I tell you something I just learned? What these boys are the McElroy brothers. What their last name is McElroy. What. What? I just learned that on IMDb. <laughs> I don't know why, but their last name is McElroy. We have a lot to talk about. But yes. one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about was Danny's character. Sure. And how Danny's character in this movie talks about how he's afraid that he turned Therese... Therese gay. Gay. Yes. Because he kissed her once in the New York Times room. Right. Which, did you ever do? did you ever kiss anybody in the New York Times room after dark? So I used to work at the New York Times. I can confirm that I never kissed anyone okay. in the New York Times building at light or dark. Okay. I did spend some time there after dark. It, it was, it's a cool building. You took us on a tour there after right. dark. This, this, this is the, to be clear, this is the 42nd Street building, which is not the building in Carroll, because for one, the movie was shot in like Ohio, but also would not have been the same, would not have been the same location from, from the top, from the, the period appropriate. Yeah. Um, so this, I told you last week that in Umbrella Academy, yes, um, the same actor, oh God, I did look up the actor's name, um, whose name is John Magaro. John Magaro. Plays a character in Umbrella Academy who Elliot Page's character falls in love with, ah. which is the least realistic part of the whole film. Sure. Because Elliot but- Page does not look like they would fall in love. Yeah. Like the character doesn't seem like she would fall in love with a man. And Elliot Page obviously is very, very queer. Um, my, my kid brother, the love interest. My kid brother, the love interest. But then the next season, Elliot Page's character has amnesia. Hell yeah. And then falls in love with a housewife. Hell yeah. <laughs> so um, so I'm just saying that's John Magaro's job. My, my kid brother, the lesbian adjacent. <laughs> Is to be the like transition. Yes. The step. Um. Anyway. I'm... So so you said we talked about how he says, "Hey, is this because I tried to kiss you that one time?" Yes. But I actually think watching this, I realized the conversation they have mm-hmm. before, um, he tries to kiss her. They're talking about attraction and one specific person, and I think it does make Therese realize something. Yes. In in herself. And so maybe that conversation really did make her realize she's a lesbian. And so it is his, his fault. Yes. I, I mean, yeah, he's like, so we're attracted to people. We can't help who we're attracted to. You know, we're all just atoms in the universe. And then he tries to kiss her or he does kiss her. And she's like, this is fine, but I don't really right. care. I don't have any feelings right. about anybody. He, he says he says sometimes things don't react, but everything's alive. And then, like, that's a great description of Therese and Richard. Mm. Sorry, Therese and, Therese and Triangle Man. Triangle Man. Um, yes. Then, I guess the other reason that, instead of him being like, did I turn you into a lesbian? Maybe he's like, did you feel so bad about rejecting me that you went on a road trip with this woman? Right. 
Um, not like, hey, were you so afraid of kissing me that you became a lesbian? Yeah. Which is probably not what he meant. Anyway, let's continue talking about our beep, 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 beep. That's my theme song. Note, notes from this week's watch. I took so many notes this week. Okay, so this week, our special, I, I, I we, we wanted to stop burning pod, yes. as Alice calls it. I don't know if that's from something. I, I heard another podcast. You shouldn't burn pod, which is talk about things that would be on a podcast when you're not on a podcast. We've done do it. We, the, this is the problem. We were living together, which was wonderful, but uh-huh. we were talking about Carol all the time. All the time. And we had, we came up with a whole Carol musical with, yes. the, with the songs of Carly Rae Jepsen, which sure we'll talk about that more later we'll come back to it but we just have to stop talking about carol when we're not on the podcast so this time we just watched the movie in silence and wrote down notes like we were danny watching a movie (laughs) like we're danny mcelroy (laughs) the film jerk okay so what were your notes tell me okay so i i called out one of the things i called out right away the movie starts with train sounds yes i noticed this too okay Go ahead. There's no train. Set, there's no train visible. There's the, there's that grate that we mm-hmm. take a shot of the street, and then there's also train sounds at the end of the movie when she leaves the party. Mm-hmm. But there's again no train is visible. Okay, this is I noticed this too. So it's like, first of all, train set big part of the movie. Yep. But also like, did they just were like, okay, figuring out how to film a '50s era subway is gonna be a lot. Sure. So we'll just give the idea of a 50s era subway by making a train sound. I mean, I mean that is true. They did shoot it in Ohio, not in New York. And yes. so it could be that is literally um, just to, to, to invoke this, the style of New York City. I think on a rewatch, we need to pay attention to trains because there is one train. She does appear. She does That's ride true. a train on her way back from Jersey to her place. After, More of a commuter train. Yes. Yeah. It's probably New Jersey Transit mm-hmm. going into Port Authority or something like that. But... Um, I think we should pay more attention to the trains. I think there's more symbolism with the trains that we have not yet understood or cracked. Speaking of symbolism, you did note at one point that we looked through a window that was like, whose perspective are we looking through? I think it would be fun to watch this movie and just yell window whenever there's a window or we're looking through a window. Because this movie is just chock full of windows. There's so many window scenes. I actually noticed this time when they are... when. Therese and Carol are in the car and they're on their way to New Jersey for the first time. Yes. Um, and they're in the, before it starts snowing, they're in the tunnel. Yes. Which tunnel do you think that is? That is uh, the Holland Tunnel. Holland Tunnel. There is a cut where Therese is looking out the window. She's looking at Carol. Carol's like, oh, I love it when it snows. There is a cut to Therese looking out the window from the beginning and ending of the movie book bookend scene it's right. like the same the the scene that sets up the film yeah. of like her being like oh i should go see carol i don't know i'm going to the wrong party i'm gonna see carrie brownstein like that scene is actually in it really okay yes. i did not notice that yeah it's like hurling out the window and there's rain on the on the thing but it's before it's right like, like because the whole movie is told as this flashback right which I think is why there's so many windows. Right, and maybe train scenes, train noises. And train noises. Yes. Oh, this was a really good watch for me. Okay, yeah. No, so 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 once we so once we pointed that out, there are a, there are a ton of scenes where that is shot through a window, like so through many. a car window or thing. The the transition I was talking about, we actually went back and watched it twice was um, it was was when she was on the commuter train. It cuts from her. It transitions from her being on the commuter train. It slide transitions into the interior of a car, watching her get into her building 
that night after she goes to Carol's. Yeah. And I was like, who is, what is his perspective? Who is watching this? Is someone, is like, is Triangle Man watching her from the car? Yeah. But, if it was a spy movie, it would be important. Right, exactly. But like, why did, why did they choose to shoot that from a car window versus just like a shot on the street? What is, what is going on? Like most of the shots of the street are from car windows. Like the beginning of the movie, um, at when, when Therese gets in the car afterward, there's that scene in the, in the, in the third act where Carol is watching and she sees, she sees Therese on the street. Yeah. And then Carol goes into a cafe to write a telegram, and that's shot all through windows. Yep. So, so yeah, every, sh- every time, every time it's a shot through a window, we encourage you to scream window. This is the new game, right? So, so actually, this 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 is something I, I tried to tell you earlier, and you and you accused me of burning pod, which is right. <laughs> which is, um, I got a new tattoo this weekend, yes. and uh, I went to my tattoo artist, uh, Marlena Martotti, at um, Royal Heritage Tattoo in Venice, California. Yeah, strong D- recommend. Uh, th- because it's queer adjacent, please tell us the tattoo you got. Right. So I'm all, I'm getting a I'm getting a Killing Eve tattoo. Yes. I have I have um, it's the scene from the last episode of the first season where they're lying on a bed together. Mm-hmm. Um, I have. I have Eve on one leg and I have Villanelle on the other leg, and so she, and so she was working on that. Um, I will post that to Instagram when it's done. It's fucking great. I yeah. love it. Merlena does incredible work. But I was telling her about this podcast, and I mentioned, and she mentioned that she goes to a party where they watch Carol every year during the Christmas season because Christmas Carol. Yeah. And they started having callouts and things like Rocky Horror style. So I think we need to steal that and do more of those. I absolutely, I absolutely agree. Okay. okay. Here are some other things I noticed. I'll I'll go to the important ones. Sure. Rindy is played by twins. Yes. And I start I have started being able to tell the difference between them. Oh, that's that's interesting. Yeah, because I, I noticed I noticed that they were played by twins in the credits. I never actually paid attention to Uh Rindy so the character of Rindy, which is the like four year old daughter, she is she never does like her whole point is just to make Carol feel bad for leaving. So I'm sure she's got a lot of personality outside of the plot of the film, but whenever we see her, she's just like, but why aren't you with your, with daddy mama? Um, and, but I, I've got, first of all, she's a snitch. She's always talking about, but mommy's such a lesbian when you're not around dad. I also, I also want to point out yes. in that scene where, 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 where Rindy snitches on, they cut to a shot of Florence, the, the housekeeper for oh. Carol, who has the most shit eating grin on her face. It's uh, great. Florence is also such a snitch. She like, must see so much shit. We, oh gosh. The shop girls coming through left and right. A pattern of behavior, as Harge says. Oh, uh, Florence. Anyway, but yeah, Rindy, I can definitely tell the twins apart now. Okay. And that's it. And I'm just like, I've been around this family too long. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get there too. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm sure I will. Yeah. I, I will. I like to say, I noticed that, that, that Kyle Chandler Harge gets the and billing in the, in the opening credits. Oh. It's and Kyle Chandler. I, I kind of would have thought. I know that's a thing that like agents negotiate. Yes, but it's surprising to me. I guess I guess profile laws. It makes sense. I kind of was surprised it wasn't Sarah Paulson getting the Anne billing because I think she does a lot of work in this movie. She does, but yeah, I think it's more about profile, right? right. It- um, also, my phone my phone autocorrects Harge to Barge, so I think we should start calling him Barge. Okay, this is my other question. Okay, so Carol, yes. normal name Harge S. Harge S. What is Rindy's real name? That's a good question. Cause like I should look that up. Because like Marge is short, like or or for Mid- margarine. Midge is off unshort for Molly Margaret? Mar- okay. Margaret or Molly. Right, okay. Molly is short for Margaret, and Peggy is short for Margaret. What somehow. the hell is Rindy short for? Right, and Hargess. Hargess is just a wild name. Yes. But 
Wendy has to be short for something, right? But like yeah. it's the fifties. People's names were absolutely wild. It's probably short then. for like Rebecca or something. It's probably short for Rebecca. Oh my. Okay, gosh. so I'm gonna look that up next time. Okay, we'll um, look it up next time. I have so many notes. Okay, talk to us about your notes, please. So, when Carol goes to the Carol goes to the to Frankenbergs, she says shopping makes me nervous. Yes, because she's a lesbian. Does shopping make lesbians nervous? I mean, being around that many women. Oh sure, that store is terrible. Yeah, it's a toy store, but all the dolls no, are no, it's, glass. It's a department store. I think it's one of those things. I was thinking about this because when I was a kid, we we had a mall where, with like a, like a Sears and a JC Penney, and the Sears only had toys during the Christmas season. They only had a toy section during the Christmas season. Interesting. And so I think that's what's happening here is they is that Frankenberg's has this floor that becomes the toy section during Christmas and probably doesn't sell toys any other time of the year. Okay, that makes sense. But there's so many dolls. There's so many dolls and train sets. And train sets. Well, there's one train set. One train set. It's handmade with hand painted yes. figures. It's a limited Look. edition five thousand. Yeah. Um, okay. I also I also call, I I called out the um. So one of the, sorry going back a little bit. I probably should have started here. It's okay. In the first scene where Carol Carol and where Jack comes in, we we're focused on Jack Jack's perspective. Yes. He he interrupts Carol and Therese. Carol immediate Carol is whisper shown whispering or saying. I love you, mm-hmm. and but there's no sound, and then and then Jack interrupts pretty much immediately right after she says it. In the second version of the scene, there's a pause, which I thought which I thought was interesting. Yeah, I was wondering if the scene was the same both times. The the, the lines are the same. I think it's the same audio because I think when um when Therese says it'd be great if I could catch a ride, mm-hmm. there's something about the way she says it that I that that really sticks in my brain. So I think it's the same audio, but there definitely was a timing difference. Yeah, and it's definitely shot differently whose sure. face you see. Yeah. But I, I just I just loved that I could like I know to watch for that now and it's like I can see her saying I love you. It's a it's a movie that's worth viewing many times. Speaking of worth viewing many times, yes. it's also worth viewing in an immersive way. And I noticed this time you were immersing yourself with a costume choice. Oh, yes. Okay. So this is the Carol Collection Corner for this episode. Yes. Um, my goal is to buy every prop that is in the movie Carol over yes. time. Yes. And this time, uh, for this one, b- b- between last week and this week, I bought a Scottish Tam that is that is um, tartan. It is striped. Um, it is similar, but not the same colors to the one that Therese wears in the film. Yes. I will say I did some research on Scottish Tams. You, th- They are making them still, but they tend to make them in more modern tartans, which are more of the Czech tartan that you would expect that you think of when you think of like a, like a tartan kilt or a skirt. Mm-hmm. Um, the one I found is a vintage one from the 50s where it is it has that sort of vertical stripe pattern. Great. There are not many of those available online. I checked eBay. I checked. I checked Etsy. I tried a bunch of the the third party sites like a Poshmark. Mm-hmm. Um, I I've done so much research into, into props for this movie already. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be wild. I I'm let me let me just tease. Already, I got I got good stuff on the way. Carol I'm Collection so Corner is gonna pop off real, like crazy. So how did the experience of putting on the hat whenever you saw her wearing the hat? Right. Yes. How did that affect your viewing of the movie this time? Um. It made me pay attention to Therese a lot more. Okay. But also, I noticed that she has another hat, which I have to buy now. She does. And she kind of starts wearing that hat more once she gets sad. Yes. Well, she starts she starts wearing it on the trip, and then she then she wears it exclusively after the trip. I also noticed... We're just jumping around now. Yeah. I also noticed that after the trip, she starts wearing pants, which mm. is not something she has done before. She wears pants in the in the scene where she calls Carol, and also in the scene where she's painting her apartment. 
She's wearing jeans in that scene because she lost her virginity. Yeah, and 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 she she's she's free. She's emancipated from Triangle Man. Yes. Um. Here's the prop that I want from this movie: okay. are Carol sunglasses. Oh yes. She has such good like red sunglasses. I love Carol's iconic red outfits. She wears these like head to toe red mm-hmm. looks. The red trench. The red trench coat is the iconic. The red trench coat. The red hat, and then she has these like red framed sunglasses truck that almost hits her when she gets out of fred's office the first time is also bright red it's also bright red we hate fred fred fucking sucks fred the lawyer we hate he's so bad i think carol also hates fred but yes. fred but carol also loves fred's assistant <laughs> okay this is something i noticed this time okay fred's assistant whose name is Catherine. yes gets a christmas present from carol oh shit i, I didn't notice that yeah she she drops she drops a little present for Catherine when she goes in to see fred yeah um a pattern of behavior a pa- it's a pattern of behavior <laughs> it's just like a straight up uh, vibrator yes uh here you go Catherine. um okay let me, I, yes my next note is in the in the lunch the the lunch which we should also talk about a little more yes. but the the lunch scene Carol is basically giving a master class on how to get someone to ask the question you want them to ask she says she says um she she puts her hand up Therese asks about the perfume she says mm-hmm. oh Harge gave me a bottle she says is Harge your or, or Har- give me a bottle before we are married yeah. Harge is Harge your husband Carol's just leading like 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 Therese down a path with these questions. It's a very um that lunch it's Carol is absolutely leading it. And yep. then there's a point where I feel like um so this is the first lunch that they have and she's absolutely leading it. She her voice is like very like kind of deep in and that confident, yeah. Very confident in that lunch. And then Therese says something like, I don't even know what to order for lunch. Right. And at that moment, Carol kind of looks down. And to me, that's like, she just realizes like, oh, wow, what am I doing? Like, I'm controlling everything. Is this what I really want to do? This person is so young, kind right. of. yeah. I think that that's like, the more I watch the movie, the more I've, it's like Carol is like so in control, but then she's like, do I want to be in control? Right. It's such a fascinating scene. Watch and yeah, that scene especially. So, so we should also say... Far, as far as immersion goes. Yes. So during the scene, they they eat cream spinach over poached eggs. Yes. And so for dinner tonight, for our watch, mm-hmm. I made cream spinach over poached eggs. Yes, you sure did. The poached eggs didn't turn out. They, I, I made them in an instant pot. I did this yesterday, literally yesterday, and they were fine. I don't know what happened. They didn't set correctly. So I had the eggs. You did not have eggs. But we both had cream spinach. It was delicious. It was delicious. But also, that is a heavy meal. It's a heavy meal. It's I mean, the spinach there, that we had was very heavy, yeah. There's so much dairy in that meal. Mm-hmm. If people were in the 50s were just going to lunch and having cream spinach and martinis for lunch, how did yeah. they get any work done? I don't think they did. Maybe maybe that's why everyone in our generation has, like, dairy allergies now. Mm-hmm. It's because, every, because our parents just ate cream spinach for lunch every day. <laughs> There were three and a half cups of half and half. There was so much milk. Wow. That's amazing. I mean, they were also smoking and like, I don't know. That's true. Oh, smoking wise, I noticed um, Carol only smokes when she's stressed. We talked about that last week. Yes. But also, Therese starts smoking more. She takes a cigarette during the lunch. Then she doesn't smoke at all. And then she starts smoking. She's smoking in the car after they after they realize they've been caught. And then she's smoking it a bunch during the end of the movie until Carol offers her another cigarette and she says no. But she definitely starts smoking more between after the trip ends and and the meeting with Carol. Yeah, I don't think smoking is shown as like a 
we're doing this because we're happy kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's more of a... <gasps> except for Abby. Except for Abby. Abby's always got a cigarette in her hands. Well, yeah, but she's just glamorous. We... Um, did you know the hotel that they stop at where they stay in the presidential suite? Yes. Do you know that that's the McKinley Hotel? Oh. And that's why they toast to President McKinley? Okay. I, this, this watch The presidential me, suite. Presidential suite. For a very attractive rate. Very attractive. So this watch for me was all about picking up on details. So this was yes. like, okay, that's called the McKinley the hotel okay there's i wrote down all the names of all of the like places just right. to, to look it up and 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 yeah and, and and like all of those little like scenes and all the details and that also made me think okay that's why there's pictures of random people on the wall of this room like that must be president mckinley's family oh maybe something. maybe he stayed there okay yeah and they named it after him they that's named the whole the... hotel after him right because i okay so i the last time i went to Scotland. I stayed in a hotel where all the rooms were named after famous Scottish people, and I stayed in the, I stayed in the Gordon Ramsay suite, which meant that my my bed right behind my bed there was a like life size version of picture of Gordon Ramsay on the wall. Okay. People, hotels do that. They, you know, I get it. Okay. The other thing I wanted to mention that I saw. Sure. In this after this, I don't need to go through this anymore. Um, when at the very beginning of the film, Triangle Man is buzzing up to Therese to take yes. her to work. And she looks down and she's like, I like your drawings because there are chalk drawings on the sidewalk. Yes. Behind him on the ground is a glove that somebody left behind. Wait, what? <laughs> it all comes together. <laughs> okay. I I have I have way more notes. Okay. We'll go through it. If this is boring, I might cut all this out. Okay, great. Uh, okay. So other things I wrote down. The camera that 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 Carol buys Therese is a Canon th- uh, th- Rangefinder Three L. There's a sign that says that. Um, I know this. I also I want to correct something I said in the last episode for the Carol Collection Corner. Please. The camera the camera that I bought is an Argus C3. I also got film for it, so we can take some pictures later. Yes. One thing I want to pay attention to next time is how often does Therese smile in the first part of the movie? Because mm. I think the gift scene where she gives Carol the record in the diner after they're on the trip is the first time she smiles. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh huh. Um, I love Abby's line. I can't help you with that. It's it's one of my favorite lines in the movie. Uh, Abby gets Abby gets so many good lines. She also gets what? Don't be a stoop. Don't be a stoop is another really really good one. Also 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 um, you canceled on us. Who is the us? Who's who's Abby's us? <sighs> you canceled on us. I mean, I yeah. Abby and her parents maybe. I no. I think she just meant me and you. Carol. Oh okay okay. So here's my next question. Of of the two of us, yes. Who is the Abby and who is the Carol of our friendship? Oh, okay, great, great question. I was okay. Um, well, in that situation, Abby was driving. Sure. Um, so there's that. Who's which one of us is more likely to say, "Don't be a stoop"? Ooh, I think me. I think you. I think you might be Abby. Right, because I'm I'm the I'm the I'm the single lesbian who's around town. You are a single lesbian around town. You are you are the married one. I am I am married to a man. Um, I, yeah, I mean, and you have that great Tudor house. (laughs) (laughs) Not wrong. (laughs) And you have, and you're, and you're, you got your eye on that redhead who owns a steakhouse outside of Paramus. That's true. That's true. Um, because lately as I watch this movie, I've been identifying a lot with Therese. Mm -hmm. I think, I think we talked about that before. I, I, I've been paying a lot of attention to, to Rumi performance. I think Therese is such an interesting character and the first time you watch this movie, you're just not going to see her. So, I mean, and also you've bought two of her props now. That's true. That's true. Um, I also love, that's interesting. I also loved the, um, 
the lady at the hotel in Waterloo, Iowa, who says, I ain't a clock lady. <laughs> The, the 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 yeah the hotel receptionist who it's the it's the morning after New Year's she's still wearing her New Year's hat yes she's like I got you a telegram I don't know what it got here I ain't a clock lady seven nine I don't know I'm drunk I'm drunk as hell yeah <laughs> uh, the absolute absolute bomb can I tell you something that I did that how my life was affected by Carol this week yes please. I feel like in addition to talking about how the fil- our watch of the film, we should talk about how our lives were affected by Carol. Of this course. Week. So I bought myself a camera this week. Oh yeah. Um, it was it's not a film camera; it's a digital camera. Yeah. But I, I that was my hashtag be your own Carol. I oh. Wrote, okay. I wrote that down. Hashtag be your own Carol. So I thought I was like my own older girlfriend. <laughs> you're the, you're you're the older married woman who's seducing you. Who's yes. seducing myself by it, buying me a camera? I I've I've mentioned this before. I will say, as someone who has disposable income, mm-hmm. like I have a I have a job. I have a, I'm very lucky. I have a very lucrative job. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to make someone your friend by buying them things. Okay, yeah. And Carol does that in spades in this movie. She does it a lot. Like, come to my house. Come see my cool house. <laughs> I come have see, a cool house. Come see my cool house. Um, but also, here is the very expensive camera because I know you need one to be a mm-hmm. photographer to achieve your dreams. I can do that for you. Also, here's a suitcase, by the way. Do you want to go somewhere with me? Also, she uses the suitcase. Yes. Therese uses the suitcase on the trip. Same suitcase. Same suitcase. Let's just say I've done a lot of research into suitcases. I'm so happy. I'm um, so excited. Rindy's age. So this is something I was trying to figure out. Okay. Um, Abby and Therese are talking. Abby says, five years ago... They got stra- stuck at, at Abby's parents' house. Uh, her Ford broke down. They were in bed, and then it happened. Yes. Carol says to Harge earlier in the movie, Rindy, or, um, Abby and I were over long before you and I became a thing. You and I were over. You and I were over? Yes, yeah, she says, Abby and I were over long before you and I were over. Okay. So I think Harge and she were married when Abby and her hooked up. Okay. But then also, pattern of behavior. Yes. Fred says in the first in the first meeting with Fred, it's not just um, Abby; it's a pattern of behavior. Yeah, I think that, but I th- but but in the beginning of the film, okay, th- okay, this is the segment called Carol Detectives. Carol Detectives, yes. Um, uh, Carol says, "What was your favorite doll when you were four? Yes. So that's why I think that Rindy is four. That's no, you're you're absolutely right. Okay, so Abby and her hooked up. Harge found out about it. They were still kind of together, but Abby and she grew apart, and then Harge found out about it, I guess. But then they're getting divorced, but Carol is hooking up with other girls. Carol's hooking up with other girls. Harge is so focused on Abby because she's so close and she's still around. Yes. Yeah. Um. But I think that, yes, I think all of those things are happening, and Rindy's just kind of also there. Right. And Florence. Florence is seeing everything. I think Florence is just jealous. That's true. We've talked about how... Florence, or maybe this is just my head, Florence and the driver who, do we ever see him? We don't see him. He has a name. I can't remember off the top of my head now. Yeah, it's a really weird name. Yeah. And how they just have, they have all the secrets. Yeah, they have all the gossip. Also, Abby knows everything. Yes. Okay. How does Abby know? Now, we talked last week about how there are scenes cut from this movie. Right. But how does Abby know that Therese has a job at the New York Times? How does Abby know that that Harge hired a private investigator to find her? And the answer is that Abby's job is head of the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> That's how she gets to live in that nice house in New Jersey by herself. <laughs> Abby is 
the all-knowing seeing eye. Yes. Well, here's you, the- you posited a theory, which was yeah. Abby knows Carrie Brownstein. Yes, because who, know, who knows Phil McElroy? Right. Who knows Danny McElroy? Right. Who knows who who works at the New York Times with uh, Therese? With Therese, yeah. And then that's why, and that's how Carrie Brownstein knows Therese at the party. But Phil McElroy is just a film projectionist. Who is he that's to true. be friends with Abby? That's a good point. Maybe maybe Abby is the head of the New York Times. Maybe, maybe. Abby is pulling the strings behind the scenes of the New York yeah. Times because she's an advertiser. Abby Abby is a Salzburger. Salzburger. Yeah. What's that? Or or the, the 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 name of the family owns the New York Times. Oh, great, excellent. Yes, Abby is the the queen of of New York. Abby is Abby's last name is Rockefeller, and she knows every person in the world. I I I um I also am here for Abby and Carrie Brownstein as you know some of the pillar lesbians in this film of course all being supernatural beings yes so maybe i don't know she's a day walker and she spends all night doing research because she's also a vampire abby abby being a day walker would explain how she gets into therese's room and sits in that corner silently smoking yes that i still think that scene looks like a horror movie the way it pans and she's there yeah it's terrifying because it goes straight from Carol and Therese hooking up. Right, and laying in bed together. There's a scene of them laying in bed entwined. Then there's a shot of Therese lying in bed alone in a different position. And then it, it pans over to Abby sitting in the corner smoking in the dark. There are some good pans in this movie. There like some good the, pans. The, the, You don't notice the filmmaking that much except for that. And when the scary... Um, the man. The scary man. The private investigator. Private investigator. The notion salesman. Uh, when she, when Carol pulls a gun on him. Right. And and he's and she's like, how do I know you're telling the truth? And he's like, you don't. And there's a pan to him. And uh-huh. it's like very right. jolting. It's very aggressive. And she pulls the trigger even though she knows she has no bullets. I love Carol. Carol's good. Carol's good. It's a good movie. You know what it is? Is it's a good movie? Yeah. Okay. I wrote down what the fuck is Rendy's actual name. We've talked about that. Right. Um... The other oh, I noticed a scene where I'm pretty sure the footage is playing backwards, right? Because I can tell that the smoke from the chimneys is going backwards. And now that I've seen it three times, I'm pretty sure that's true. Mm-hmm. We we are gonna look up if the the sign in Waterloo, Iowa, is a Kate Beaton illustration. It looks so much like a Kate Beaton illustration, it does. but she also is you know going after a certain style. So maybe you know chicken egg. Um. I couldn't find it immediately on Google. That's fair. I I want to look up Spare Time Diner where they go Abby and Therese go after um th- right after Abby shows up in the second part of the movie. I have some discussion questions for you. Sure. Okay. So, would you do this road trip at this time of the year? So, it's it's New York to Waterloo, Iowa, or right. Chicago like December 25th. Right, through, through New like, Year's. New, New Year's. It's like not a great time to right. be driving in the Northeast. That's true. There's snow on the roads and things. Also, I, I, I so I, I, I was reading the IMDb for this page, and one of the things in their like goof section <laughs> explains that the interstate didn't actually open until uh. later. And so this the thing the notion the notions guy saying, hey, there's a shortcut on the interstate is probably not realistic. Uh. But also that's why they're going on so many back roads and why it takes so long. Because I have driven from New York to Chicago before, and I did it in two days. Yeah. Like New York to Cleveland, Cleveland to Cleveland to Chicago. Um, they take like a week. And I was wondering why does this take so long? And it's because everything's on back roads. Yeah, that makes sense. 
I, it just, I, we usually like, for example, avoid touring in the winter because mm-hmm. you never know when there's going to be like a big of storm. Yeah. Of course, back then, global warming, uh, intense weather. Okay. Second question. Should we go to Cincinnati and try to find all the places this was filmed? I mean, I think we, I think we probably going to need to at some point this year. Yeah. Um, because I just really want to see. Right. Carol. I want to sit in the, t- at the table from the, from the beginning scene of the movie. I need to see everything. Yes. I need to be in it. Yes. And Cincinnati seems like a lovely place. I'm sure I'm sure it is. I've never been. Cleveland is where they filmed the Avengers. Right. They have great incentives in Ohio. I've 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 been to Cleveland. Cleveland was wonderful. Yeah. I've been I've been both cities, but only for your gigs. Mm. We played one of our worst shows ever in Cleveland mm-hmm. where the audience was the opening band and their parents and i think a girlfriend my Mm ex-boyfriend and that's it (laughs) that was the whole audience yeah um the bar was totally full it was right across from the baseball stadium and then as soon as like 10 minutes before our gig started the baseball game started so the bar completely emptied out oh my god it was incredible right um yeah. If we ever have Best Idea Con, we could have it in Cincinnati we'll at, have... the, at the Drake Hotel or something. Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. Is the Drake Hotel in Cincinnati? I that was just one of the hotels, and since most of the things were filmed in Cincinnati, I yeah. assume it's there. Maybe maybe they put a different facade on an existing building. I like that. Also on the IMDb page, it said that a lot of the cars are reused in multiple shots, and then there's a long tirade about how the cars aren't period realistic because there was a war, and so they wouldn't have as many cars after the war, and all the and all the cars are from like right right around the ni- early 1950s when the movies te- takes place, and so you wouldn't see that many new cars on the road. Oh, some nerd was on IMDb, is what I'm saying. Some nerd. Yeah, um, I can't help you with that. I can't help you with that. Um, this is really fun. I have to. I just want to give a shout out to uh the worst idea of all time yes guys because without them we wouldn't be doing this podcast That's true. and i am having a great time i'm having you, a gr- i'm having a wonderful time. they usually have a terrible time yeah, they're miserable like like from like week one they're watching you know grown-ups 2 or sex in the city 2 or we are your friends and it just seems awful yep. and i think that they should watch a good movie right it may not be as like funny to make fun of right but it is way more like fulfilling as an exercise as a human that's true i, I will say i, I this is we're, this is the last episode we're going to record before we start releasing them to the public yes i did put us in the itunes category tv and film and not in comedy that's fair because yes we are tv and film we are tv and film uh oh my gosh i want to tell you one other thing i did please um i broke all of the bowls in my house how did you break all of the bowls in your house um well i didn't have a working dishwasher okay and I was washing them, and then I put them away, and then they all fell on the ground. Okay. Um, so I bought new bowls, and I feel like I, it just felt very Carol to that, me. That was hashtag be your own Carol? It was hashtag be, well, I bought new bowls. Yeah. I don't know. My old bowls were kind of the color of the wall that Therese paints her wall that's oh, based on- the Carol sweater. Carol sweater. Yeah. The new bowls are nothing like that. Okay. But um, so 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 what you're saying is you need someone to come over with a set of very nice new bowls in a suitcase and then we'll go on a trip together. Yes. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. I I already have new bowls coming, but okay. Uh, I'm so excited to keep watching Carol. Me too. Um, is there anything else you wanted to make sure you said? I I will just say we we did the 
we did the immersive dinner tonight. I, I kind of was thinking while I was making dinner earlier, maybe we should have saved this till later. We, we need gimmicks to, to keep the podcast going. We have but... so many gimmicks to come. Right. Okay. I want to say one more thing yes. that I noticed. Um, in the last scene, now this is this is where my expertise as a person who has watched all of the Lord of the Rings behind the scenes documentaries okay, yes. multiple times Please. comes in. So they did this special thing with Galadriel, which is the character that Kate Blanchett plays, plays yep. um, where whenever she was on screen, they had the special wall of Christmas lights uh-huh. so that her eyes glowed. And in the last couple scenes of this film, it's the same thing. Her eyes have like a couple bright lights in them. She, they have this like Galadriel glow in them. So they're shining a light directly in her eyes? Indirectly in her eyes. So it looks like she has this like crisp. I mean, she has these beautiful blue of eyes. Yes. And, but it has, um, it's like a special reflection that you would only get if you specially like tried to get it when mm-hmm. it looks like she's looking at something that she really loves. Yeah. Um, anyway. So the, so the last scene, that's the last scene in the Oak Room? In the Oak Room and right before the Oak Room. So it's like her eyes are full of tears. So they're very, uh-huh. um, reflective yeah like very diffuse um and then also in the oak room she just kind of her eyes all of a sudden look like i'm in love with you i am so excited to see you i'm looking at rooney mara with a new face and i'm saying i love you and it's like it's very it's got the galadriel glow that's that's wonderful I'm so happy. I wish I had the galadriel glow. I wish I wish Kate Blanchett would look at me with the galadriel glow. Are we ready to sign off? I think we're ready to sign off. All right. Well, do you have we'll, a sign-off for us this week? I do. We're going to sign off saying the same thing we do every week. Yeah. As we always say. I ain't a clock, lady. <laughs> As we always say, I ain't a clock, lady. I ain't a clock, lady. Living for you It's easy living It's easy to live When you're in love And I'm so There's nothing in life but you. The Best Idea of All Time is hosted by Laser and Alice. Our theme song is Easy Livin', as recorded by Flower Links. You can find more information about them in our show notes. The show is edited and produced by me, Alice. Our website is bestidea.gay. And if you have thoughts about the podcast, the movie Carol, or anything else you want to talk about, you can email us at askmethings at bestidea.gay. The best idea of all time will return next week. Don't talk to me. I'm a microphone, baby. That's right. I'm a microphone baby. You're a microphone baby. I'm a mic. I'm a microphone girl. I'm a my have a special. I'm a special microphone baby. <laughs> that means you can enjoy hot baby. The hot sauce just for babies. The special hot sauce just for babies. Okay, you ready? I'm ready.